Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. In the second episode of Fruit of Your Labor, I interviewed Randy Shaw, the director of outreach for Kehi Cares. In that episode, Randy explained how Kehi Cares helps our employee owners discover serving opportunities within the United States and abroad. But outreach is only one aspect of Kehi Cares. There is also Kehi Cares inReach, which includes employee benevolence, scholarships, and our marketplace care partner program. In today's episode, we will focus primarily on employee benevolence. I've invited Eric Fields and Jen Ricks to help us understand how we at Kehi care for our own. Eric Fields has been with Kehi since 2004 and is our Senior Director of Wellness and Kehi Cares InReach. Jen Ricks has been with Kehi for over 21 years and is our Senior Vice President of People Operations. Eric and Jen, welcome to Fruit of Your Labor. Thanks, Adrian. Great to be with you. Thank you, Adrian. And, and also, Eric, it, it's truly my honor to be here uh, sitting alongside on a podcast or speaking alongside my long-term colleague and, and someone I'm, I'm proud to call my friend, Eric Fields. Before we begin our conversation about employee benevolence, I think we should start with a quick refresher on Kehi Cares. Jen, what is Kehi Cares and what is it focused on? For many people that are just joining Kehi or haven't listened to any of the other podcasts, this might be a new question. So just as a refresher, Kehi Cares is focused on the relief of human suffering. Kehi Cares receives most of its funding from Kehi, giving 10% of its profits, but we also receive funding from vendor support or friends of Kehi who give because they believe in what we do, and also a good number of our employees also give from their own dollars. The mission of KE Cares is focused both externally through our outreach efforts, which as you mentioned, Randy Shaw talked about on a previous podcast, as well as internally focusing on employee hardship, scholarship, and caring for our people through benevolence. Eric, could you define the word benevolence? That's not a common word and definitely not one that you hear often in the corporate world. How does benevolence fit in with the mission of KE Cares InReach? Well, it's a great question. I actually had to go to the uh, web to look it up, but the definitions really were around performing kind acts to others, being generous and giving to them, or making a special contribution to someone's well-being. But I really like how the Kehi Cares mission statement uh, explains it best. It says, our mission is to provide relief for people that are suffering from poverty and abuse and people marginalized and forgotten that they might experience dignity, grace, justice, and restoration. That really is powerful, it's strong, and for me, it's a lot more meaningful. And I'm thankful that at Kehi, benevolence really resonates uh, with that. If you think back to our founder, Art Kehi, that benevolence really started on day one over 70 years ago when he founded the company. Benevolence was reflected in his personal faith and actually ultimately became our founding value which is to thank and honor God in all that we do. 
there's actually stories out there of Art hearing about employees that were struggling and he would discreetly seek them out. And he would go find them, shake their hand, and in that hand was a $20 bill that he left behind. It was just his way of letting them know how much he cared about them. And I'm proud to say that really the spirit of generosity that Art began lives on today. Caring for our own is really embedded into our DNA and it's passed along to each generation. The challenge for me is how do you provide that same exceptional care for over 6,000 people and do it in a way that is still personal and meaningful? Wow, that's an amazing story of how we began caring for our own uh, here at KHE. How did each of you become involved in employee benevolence in particular, and what motivates you to do this important work? My personal motivation really goes back to when I was growing up as a kid. I spent a lot of time with my grandfather growing up, and he was a pastor in our local community. I had the opportunity to watch his faith in action. That faith ultimately became my playbook. It really says life is all about serving others and meeting their greatest needs. At Kehi, we call that whole person care, mind, body, and spirit. So my involvement in benevolence really came to pass through my first involvement in Kehi Cares Outreach. About 10 years ago, and Eric was on this trip with me, we went to uh, Laredo Nuevo in Mexico, and um, I had a pretty life-changing experience there at a drug rehabilitation center with the men that were there rehabbing from drug abuse. I came back different. And when I came back and re-entered my HR world, what I realized was outreach led me to inreach and they were both critically important. That was when I realized that I wanted to get involved in the inreach because what was going on there with outreach really was critically important to our own Katie family. What motivates me to do the work, and, and this is particularly personal to me because I have the privilege to, uh, to be in a role of human resources, which is all about people. Myself and the entire HR team is focused on caring for our people. And the most important thing that we can do in caring for our people is to see them beyond the physical work that they perform for us every day and to see them as humans that might be suffering and are in need of love and support. The way you both just described, you know, your involvement in benevolence, um, you talked a little bit about relationships and how that's an important part of benevolence. How is Kehi's approach different from other organizations? I personally believe the best way to care is through relationships. And really the ones that count the most are the ones where they don't leave you when the heaviest storms of life hit. That's when they matter the most and that's when you need them the most. We've seen that not everyone has these established in their family, their friend group, or their workplace. And at Kehi, we found a unique solution to meet that need and to fill the gap and it's called Marketplace Care Partners. At Kehi, we have over 60, 60 care partners around the country that are serving our people each and every day. The role of the care partner is really just to develop a confidential friendship so that our people have someone to go to when the storms of life hit, and they will hit. It's just a matter of time. Benevolence is an act of kindness. Eric talked about the definition or it's an inclination to be, to be kind. Um, it comes from a desire to promote another person's happiness. And for me, when I think about that, promoting another person's happiness, how do you do that unless you know someone, unless you take the time to show up for them 
you do the work, you see them, and you work towards building trust and an authentic partnership or relationship. To me, part of that being kind is recognizing that another human being has been giving you the permission. Like they're giving us the permission, our people to say, see me, know I'm suffering, I need help. I wanna keep my pride and my integrity intact, but I'm reaching out and saying, yes, please help me. And that is such a privilege. No one in our KE family wants to find themselves in a position of needing to receive financial help. So what's most important to remember is that it's a privilege to be in that place, to be benevolent. And when you're really honoring others, the relationship comes first. Jen, what is the role that people leaders play in benevolence at KE? The most critical piece to benevolence is our people leaders. And I would also say along with the human resources partners and the chaplains that are out there serving our people, it's about having tenderness towards others, towards your people. You have to be a good listener as a leader. You have to be vulnerable. And our leaders need to look up and see their people and recognize that something isn't quite right. Or maybe they're off during a shift huddle or you know, in a meeting, they're not being their, their best self. Our leaders care for our people. That's what's so great about KE. We have people who truly care. They look deeper. They make that relationship building that Eric talked about a priority. And they take that time. They listen. They ask the right questions when people are struggling. And quite frankly, when they look past the initial behavior they're seeing and they realize that something might be happening in their people's lives that is causing them to struggle or act out, they're not afraid to ask, how can I help? How can I, how can I support you and help you be successful and get through this tough time in your life? Wow, this is so unique. How has benevolence impacted the culture at KHE? I go back to a story that I heard from one of our warehouses where an employee's spouse uh, was in desperate need of a wheelchair ramp uh, built for their home as she could no longer walk. And we heard also that the family just couldn't afford to have one put in. And I just can't imagine the options of getting a loved one in and out of your front door. That's just really hard for me to get my arms around. So apparently when the coworkers found out that this was, uh, that this was a need, it really didn't take long for a warehouse team to put together a group of people to show up on a Saturday morning they went over there, they built the ramp. And really, to me, that is just the perfect partnership. You know, to have people are willing to roll up their sleeves and get their hands dirty and just go out and make it happen, caring at the, right at the, uh, at the door of the need, literally. And uh, Kehi Cares was just honored to be able to come beside them and fund the materials. I, I can't think of a better, a better story of taking care of your own. To me, that's the power of Kehi Nation. I can't help but when I think about our culture and we say we put people over problems, you know, people first, I think one thing that benevolence has really allowed our leaders and, and our people to do is to stop and look deeper at what might be going on versus going to the write-up or going to the performance conversation I recall one time where um, there was a leader that called and was looking to terminate an employee because, you know, they'd struggled and it was, it was getting to that time. And for me, I was really struggling like this person, where's this coming from? How, how did we get to this point where 
they're going to lose their job. And, and that happens, unfortunately. We know that. But I recognize in that moment, that was probably 10 years ago when I really saw what benevolence was about and started asking deeper questions and started having our leaders ask deeper questions. And it led to employees sharing that they were struggling. They had one woman's mom was dying of cancer. Another man was living out of his car and just trying to make it to work every day. There's so many stories that when you go deeper, like our leaders do. So it's a culture of asking deeper questions to get to where the suffering might be and then providing the relief and getting them back on the track of performance. And I just, I felt compelled to share that after you said that, because um, I think that's really important evolution of benevolence that we've seen over the years as well. Jen, I love the fact that you shared that, you know, just the people over problems, having an unending stack of grace cards, I think is a great way to lead. It's just another part of our culture that's unique and that's built over time. That's not an easy road. Um, No, and when you see the people come back so grateful and stronger and they perform even better for Kehi, they want to give back to this company. They know the company loves and cares for them. I really think that's a fruit of the labor of benevolence that you don't even expect but you have that employee come back to you and go, oh, I'm going to work 10 times harder because you did give me the grace card or you saw me beyond the problem, my attendance issue in that one moment. So it's not like that every time. There's people who stray away and we know that that doesn't land that way, but I have seen that evolve our culture over the past years. And I just, I just, I thought it was an important point. And that's beautiful fruit. You know, it's the gift that keeps giving because guess what? The next time somebody gets sideways with him or her, they're going to give the grace card as well. And when you have the grace card being passed around to 6,000 different people on a day-to-day basis, that will change the culture. Thank you for sharing those really touching stories. I'm sure you could sit here for hours and just talk about so many different stories and, and how you've been touched by these stories and other employees, you know, have been touched. How can KHE Nation get involved and be a part of KHE Cares and Reach, Eric? I think on the first podcast, I think, I think Brandon said it best. He said, it's the, you know, the fruit of your labor is your hard work each and every day. You know, not only does it fund our ESOP and the value of our company um, and the bonuses and the compensation, but it also contributes to the benevolence fund. You've heard it said, no margin, no mission. And uh, just like the ESOP, we share in our profits. But I think it's just as important for us to share in the burdens of each other. I think we should come along beside each other. I think we should share those burdens and I think we should just do life together as hard as it can be. I think that everyone's work matters and everyone's work funds benevolence. So when you show up every day, others are blessed. I think keep your eyes and ears open, you know, look for coworkers that might be struggling and go ask the question and then speak up, be an advocate for them walk the journey with them, connect them to a marketplace care partner, connect them with local HR or maybe another leader, whatever it takes, be their advocate, right? They're our teammate. We want them to succeed and we're better together. I think everybody needs to know in 2020, we have seen the largest contribution by far to the benevolence fund in the history of our company. And at the same time, keep in mind that it's really not about the money. It's Mm -hmm. about the people. What's one thing that both of you would want our employees to take away from today's conversation about benevolence? Eric, do you want to start? I don't know how you'd narrow it to one thing, but 
What I do believe is that benevolence at Cahey really just isn't a corporate program. You know, it's not one of those HR tasks that you just give to them uh, to, to execute. It's caring for every, every life, every day. What if people found their true identity, value, and purpose in their work at Cahey? What if they heard the words, you're making a difference. I'm really glad you're here. It's great to be with you. I appreciate you. Or I actually heard this yesterday in Ro at the Romeoville warehouse uh, from a manager saying to a teammate on the way to the parking lot, great job today, thank you. Imagine being the recipient of those words and you're leaving work the workplace and you're headed home. You head home actually better than you arrived after a long, hard day of work just because you were affirmed. And the best part of all, I believe, is that affirmation blessing will produce fruit at home as well. That's what makes Kehi a great place to not only work, but to retire from. We really are a family that looks out for one another. I think that's benevolence in a nutshell for me is, is we're looking out for one another. And that only happens when our 6,000 plus employees show up for work every day, in and out, serving one another, serving our customers. And it doesn't happen without each of you, each of our KE employees. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you to our leaders for uh, caring about benevolence in our people. Let me just say this, uh, give generously if and when you can. Adrian's gonna give you that opportunity here in a moment. But if you can't, the one thing I want you to know as you close out this podcast that I want you to take away is you already are just by the fruits of your labor every day. Just by showing up and doing your good work, you're doing that. So give when you can, but know you're already giving and we love you and appreciate you. This is such an amazing aspect of Kehi, and we are so lucky to be part of a company that truly cares for our own. As Jen mentioned, a percentage of our profits as a company are set aside for Kehi Cares and benevolence is part of that funding. So by the work that you're doing every day at Kehi, you are helping already to contribute to this. However, if you would like to give an additional amount for benevolence, you can do so at the Kehi Cares website, which is kehicares.org. At the top of the page, you can click donate and you can specify within that donation page, employee hardship as the purpose category for your donation. I think that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you, Eric and Jen, for this conversation. I'm sure we'll have you back on a future episode to tell more stories about how lives are impacted by Kehi Cares.